you guys welcome to vibing in valentino okay so this week's episode is a must listen for everybody who is looking to land their dream job or just maybe any job <laughs> um, i know that struggle i've been through that struggle before i mean that's kind of why i had to start up my own thing because you guys will hear all about it in the episode but i was trying to make a leap to like a different, entirely different industry than my background and, you know, sometimes you gotta make your own way, okay? <laughs> Before we get into the conversation, I wanna tell you guys about my favorite thing of the moment. So, my whole workout routine lately, I mean always, but even more so lately, I've been very focused on my butt and my legs and they are usually always super sore and i have used sugar and kush's products for a really long time if you guys are familiar with my you know instagram posts if you guys have been on there for a long time you guys will see me post about this brand quite a bit i do work with them just a disclaimer but i do also really really love their products i can't tell you guys how many times i've gotten emails from brands that I have rejected, you know, and I really trust and believe in Sugar and Kush and that's why I feel so comfortable to even like promote it or share it with you guys. But I use their oil tinctures. My favorite flavor of the moment is hazelnut because I like to put it in my coffee and I drink my coffee black. So the hazelnut taste really gives it a nice, you know, smooth feel to it, but it really helps with my recovery and it helps with eliminating soreness and it helps with getting me back in the gym a little bit quicker which is something that i love because i work my butt and legs three times a week so it's constantly sore and um obviously to everybody like figure out what works for you i know that when i'm a little bit sore that doesn't mean that i haven't given myself adequate recovery time just kind of gauge yourself definitely give yourself recovery time i know for me three days a week is what i need but the day after i love to take some sugar and kush products either their gummies or their oil tinctures to help me get ready for the next session if you guys are interested in trying them out please use my code nicole n as in nom <laughs> so nicole n1515 to get 15% off of your entire order it is so good i highly recommend also the cookies because you guys they are so fucking good like they taste so delicious and it's only like max 50 calories a cookie it doesn't get any better than that and whenever i have like a sweet tooth craving which is every day i reach one of these cookies and it's like life-changing i swear that's like maybe like even a diet tip i don't know because it's like so diet friendly even their gummies have zero sugar zero calorie they sweeten everything with monk fruit sweetener so it's not like they're putting an artificial like splenda crap in your system it's great their cbd is completely lab tested they even have reports up on their website if you guys want to check that out and see the purity of their products but i love them i will always use their products that's my weekly weakness product of the moment and one more thing real quick before we get into our conversation with our guest if you guys are interested in 
an eight-week workout program that is at-home friendly or if you guys are interested in booking a one-hour consultation with me about anything nutrition and fitness related or if you guys just want to drop a line and say hi please go ahead to my website vibinginvalentino.com and you will find the links to everything there okay no more holdups let's get right into our conversation with our guest of the week Our guest this week is a resume writer and editor, which means she knows how to land you that job. I am so excited to have her on today to give us all the tips on making a good impression on your future boss, Silvana Gargioni. 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 Okay. Gargioni. It's not easy. (laughs) Welcome to Vibing in Valentino. Tell us about yourself, because your story is pretty cool. You kind uh, of yeah. do everything. I do. Yeah. I don't... Uh, well, I don't know where to begin. Um, <laughs> I went to college for, through theater. Uh-huh. I went to art school, and I always thought if I didn't get in there, I would do. I would write. I thought it would be an English major or an actor. Mm-hmm. And so as time went on, I realized that if I could work at restaurants or something, you know, mm-hmm. I could also write for work, yeah. you know, in between. Because, you know, acting is so inconsistent. Yeah. Um, it's been good. I'm happy. You know, yeah. I don't, it's not like I'm giving one or the other up. I'm equal parts writer mm-hmm. and actor. Yeah. Which is great. Like, it makes me very happy. Yeah. Um, so after I sort of got too tired of barista and server yeah. and all the hustle jobs, uh-huh. I realized I can hustle from a desk yeah, <laughs> um, exactly. and still use skills. Yeah, Because I realized so many people are so skilled and they're not using it because yeah. they're told they have to be so available and they have, you know, they're told they have to be a certain thing or yeah. one of the other they have to pick. Yeah. And I just don't think that. Even yeah. on resumes, if someone says, you know, I I had a client that's like a CEO of a company, also owns a bar. Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, you, wow. put, you put them both. Like, yeah, you know, that's like, so Do cool. I have to keep it secret? I'm like, no, it's not a secret. Right. You know, it adds like a different facet of your life. Yeah, to, and I do think, work. you know, if you do it one thing one way, you do all things that way. Mm. So if you're, you know, a generous person or you're super deadline driven or you're mm-hmm. whatever, you're always going to be that way. Yeah. You know, so so acting and writing kind of for me has balanced each other out because it's yeah. cre- they're both creative, but it's like different side of the brain. And, yeah. And before resumes, I always did like gigs where I wrote blogs and yeah. I wrote copy for marketing. Uh-huh. It just wasn't as fun. Yeah. <laughs> like resumes are very fun because really. Yeah, because they're people. It's stories. Yeah. So it's kind of a nice little marriage. That's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. I never. And honestly, I feel like I never would have expected. A resume writer to be like a job like you don't think that because in school like you know they sit they sit you down and make you write like a yeah. fake resume or whatever mm-hmm. um but how did you know you had like a knack for resume writing which this is so it's a it's a very specific kind of writing it is it's not like writing an article or a blog no. or yeah I would say I didn't know I had the knack. Okay. Um, a friend of mine is a career coach, okay. and she said to me, like, I think this would be a natural transition for you, and she's right. Um, you know, because I wrote, so I wrote a children's book eight years ago, maybe, okay. and it was very research-driven, it was nonfiction. There's, wow. So I really knew I was, I love to research, I love to, like, make the story out of something that's a fact. Uh-huh. And she, when she talked about resume more and more and how you want to have who you are as part of the story, mm-hmm. it's not just, like, a list of... Your, you know, qualification yeah. yeah there's more to it mm-hmm. um 
the more I saw that as a story, the more I was like, oh yeah, this is great. This yeah. is a great fit. It's like you're writing a story about another person. Totally. That's kind of cool. Yeah. But here's the thing. Is it true that a resume should only be a page? No. <laughs> okay. Why does ever ev- ev- that's what everybody's been taught. And I'm like, I don't even Well, I think you probably learned it at a time when you didn't have a lot of experience. Like you probably learned okay. it at school. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So if you are twenty, if you're you know, or you're just graduating or you haven't had like a long career, mm-hmm. one page is plenty. So I think probably that you know, false truth came from people trying to list everything they've ever done, yeah. you know, babysitting. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. chill out, you know? Yeah, okay. But if you have, my kind of rule is like three or four jobs or like 10 plus years-ish. Okay. Then it turns into two because you have so much experience. Uh-huh. You have different directions. Sometimes your career has changed. Yeah. And that tells the full story. Yeah. So usually in like my mid-career executive, that's that's not one page. There's just not enough, right. enough space. Right. Like a CEO's resume is, could never be a page. Mm-mm. How do you decide what to omit and keep? Yeah, good question. It's always based on where you want to go next. Okay. So if you say, you know, I've been a project manager for 10 years and uh-huh. now I want to shift to um, even something like a program manager, which is close, but not really, or okay. say like, now I want to be a party planner. Yeah. Like a totally different yeah. world. Yeah. You have to look at where you want to go and go backwards. So maybe not every single thing you've ever done is relevant. Is relevant. Mm-hmm. Right. So you decide, you filter it through that lens always. Got it. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, the thing you did didn't matter or it wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. It's just not right for this particular use. Okay. So sometimes people will pull sections off and put it back on depending on right. what they're putting it towards. Right. Do you always have to put your like education experience? Because I honestly, I feel like once you get to a certain age, mm-hmm. it's like if I have had all of these jobs, clearly I probably got, you know, like a degree. Yeah, I mean, people put, I always say put your education because for many reasons, I wouldn't put the year. I never put years. Okay. Um, Good to know. Yeah. Right. Years, no matter what, (laughs) no matter how old you are, you lose. Like if you're you're young, then people say, oh, she's so young. She has no experience. Yeah. If you're old and like, oh, she's a, she's competition with me. She's my age. I can't hire her. Yeah. Or she's older than me. She's too qualified or she's going to, you know retire soon or right. she's gonna have a baby soon there's so many pe- things there's so many things that people put on you that you have no control over right that baby stuff just kind of blew my mind yeah it happens as, and it's a bummer as women too like that mm-hmm. kind of sucks yeah so let them not know you know there's yeah. nothing it's not it's not how do i say it you know, the year you graduated, you always, people know where they were that year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas if you say, I worked at Microsoft in 2007, I don't know, you might be 30, you might be 50. Yeah. But if I say I graduated in 2007, you know exactly how old I am. Yeah. So you put your ed- education for sure, okay. because it will tell them, like the same thing as before, the filter that they're going through. Mm-hmm. Like it tells, if you studied business affairs or, you know, like international government, it's mm-hmm. a different story. Yeah. We have a different filter. Yeah. Um, but to say I did it in 2002, don't do that. Yeah, you don't have to do that. <laughs> Not at all. Okay, so can you give us just like briefly like how you lay out a resume, like each heading? Yeah, I mean, it's different for everyone, but I like to always include something like, if it's relevant, you know, mm-hmm. I'd like to, I love to include like a community section, mm. which is not something everyone does. Yeah, like well, volunteer then, work? If you do volunteer work, if you have, 
you know, not a lot of work experience, but mm-hmm. you've spent five years running your kid's PTO. Like, yeah. you still did all these skills, right? Yeah. You had all this experience. Yeah. It just doesn't have a salary. So you still, it's so relevant and it has a place, yeah. you know, and that's the place for it. Yeah. I have a summary generally at the top. Okay. Um, that's a really useful way to show who you are. Okay. So. Uh, like, what kind of tone would you suggest you take with a summary, though? First person. Okay. That's like rule number one. Okay. Uh, you know, it's a little weird if it's your resume and it says, you know, it doesn't say I. Yeah. It sounds like so you, Nicole. It's a little weird. It's like, well, whose resume is this? Yeah. So who wrote this? You yeah, know? yeah. Ideally, it's to sound like you did. Okay. Um, yeah. So first person. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, you know, that is flexible as far as what you say there, but first person always. Okay. It talks about, like, kind of who you are as a person and what's important to you. Okay. You know, saying, like, I'm a driven professional, that doesn't tell them anything. Right. You know, you hear that those words constantly. Yeah. They don't mean anything. Yeah. So if you can say that, like, I love teamwork and that's super important to me, then you're like, okay, I know what what she's about. Or, you know, I like building stuff from the ground up versus Uh I like a company with their own processes. I like to know what you want and follow it versus I want to build it as I go. Mm -hmm. Totally different person. Totally different workplace. Yeah. Do you have any words that you feel like are so overused and they don't mean anything anymore in a resume? I mean, a driven professional. That sounds just so like already a snooze fest. It is a snooze, and it's everyone. Like if you if you have a job, you're a driven professional. Yeah. Don't tell me that. Right. Don't tell them that. Yeah. Tell them what you're doing or what you want to do for them. Mm-hmm. That's what they want to know. You know. Yeah, like what you're gonna bring to the table. Yeah. 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 So before you start with writing a resume for a client, you actually have to talk with them in depth, right? Mm-hmm. What is your process like? What is yeah. that whole thing like? Um, my process with each client is a little bit different, but um, no matter who, if, if we're doing a full overview, mm-hmm. um, I ask, give them a questionnaire. And yeah. I, um, it's like, you know, things that you would know from a resume. Yeah. So I ask them like, what are you the most proud of? What, um, what do you not get credit for that you okay. wish you did? You know, oh, if, if, you're, yeah. if your friends, Describe you how would they describe you if your favorite teacher if your least favorite teacher you know yeah. sort of get who yeah. they are yeah um you know also if they have different like a myers-briggs mm-hmm. um or like a strength finder assessment those are so great because i get to know who you are uh-huh. and you know find out like if achieving is your number one thing yeah. that means something about you and if yeah. um like the journey is more important than the destination it's right. a different kind of person so all those things I take, I also take all your old resumes, um, okay. and then the job post. That's kind of the key, is knowing where you want to go. Mm, mm-hmm. So if you say, like, I want to work at, I don't know, Netflix. Yeah. Just, I don't care where, I just want to work at Netflix. Yeah. Then we know what kind of culture they have, what kind of environment they have, what kind of things, wow. you know, what, what that means to you versus, yeah. um, you know, I just need a job, any job will do. Yeah. Because that's super general. Yeah. And then your document's super general. And yeah. And nobody will say, oh, she's a perfect fit. They'll yeah. all just say, like, oh, I don't know, this isn't quite right. Yeah. And that's kind of what everybody says. And yeah. then you land nowhere, you know? That's kind of cool to think about because it's, I, don't, I think people don't consider corporate culture as such a key, like, thing to look for when there's job hunting. Before I started the podcast, before I started my lifestyle brand, all of that, I was, like, desperate to like find Mm. like a job and I see my background is completely in fitness and wellness so I have a bachelor's in nutrition and a master's in exercise science but I wanted to go into party planning so like completely like out of left Mm -hmm. field so I applied for an internship Mm -hmm. and I didn't even get it I was like what is like why like what what 
if I was like one of your clients, how would you make me like go from such a heavy science background mm-hmm. into something like party planning? Or and I think we'd have to figure out what did you like about science? That's one of the questions on our questionnaire. It's like, what do you like about what you do? And what do you like about where you want to go next? And Got try it. to figure out what it is. Got it. So, you know, me just, just guessing like uh-huh. science was appealing because it was like finite and there was like, you could prove something yeah. and yeah. like, and there was like all about the the route, you yeah, know, and the destination. Yeah, Whereas party plan is kind of the same. Like you have all this prep work, and you like have an event, just like a, an equation, you know. And so the same things that drive you to be like accurate in science would drive you to be accurate in an event, you know. It wouldn't be sloppy, is what I'm trying to yeah. say. Yeah, right. I feel like okay, if you had read my resume, <laughs> I would have probably gotten that internship. Girl, like go get it. I know. <laughs> no, because. You don't think about it like that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's one of the things I feel like why you are so good at what you do. Because if people write their own resumes, we don't know really what the fuck we're doing. Not. Yeah. No, I mean, frankly, I'm the worst at talking about what I do, too. It's really oh, yeah. hard. Oh, my God. It's so hard to talk about yourself. It is. It is. It's hard to picture yourself. It's so hard. It's like, a, you know, when you go on like a first date and you have to try to picture yourself. I don't even know what to do. No, it's terrible. Like, I'm, I can hype you up all day. Because I can see you, you can't see yourself. Yeah. It's really hard to see. And usually with job history, you have emotions about things. Mm-hmm. Like you remember the boss that like said mean things, or you remember, yeah. or you loved that job. Yeah. You have, a, I don't have those memories. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I can just look at like the truth of it. Yeah. You're very, like, objective, mm-hmm. objectively. Yeah. Um, what are some, like, like I, I guess, quality words that you like to use when you write a resume? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like characteristics, like yeah. like punctuality. Yeah, I mean that's a big one. If that's important to the job, you yeah. know, um, it it if it's let's see, for example, like uh, if I have a resume for someone who's in hospitality, mm-hmm. ran restaurants manager, mm-hmm. so it was all about setting up processes that worked and listening to his team. You know, so it was not just like I'm a leader, but I'm a patient leader. Yeah, you know, and I uh, you know I can train people, but how? You know, like yeah. I do it with compassion or do you just like force them into doing the <laughs> process you know there's a, like you can say you're the ceo but like how are you are you yeah. everybody's best friend or is everybody terrified of you yeah yeah so i think to say like the hard skill which would be like analytics or management or deadlines or mm-hmm. budgeting and to put a descriptive word with it gives an idea of who you are and how you do it yeah you know to say like creative budgeting like mm-hmm. if there's you know you are in an industry that doesn't have a lot of money yeah you don't want to say like shoestring budget yeah um, that doesn't get you anywhere so it's like the thesaurus like your best friend kind of do you use it a lot <laughs> yeah. you have to like kind of figure out sure. how to make things sound a little nicer yeah. Yeah. yeah you know when you think about even like it's like very hippy dippy but if you think about like how does a how does a horoscope talk about you you know like yeah. you don't just say like you're super intense they yeah. might say like you're, you yeah. know, focused. <laughs> the emotions run deep. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> like, you're super charged up. Yeah, and you know, there's positive and negative from everything. Yeah. You know, like, if you're super, like, I'm super, um, like, process, I'm not process, I'm all about the result, like, I'm all about achieving. That's okay. my personal. And so sometimes it's like, that's amazing, because you're going to get that job done. Yeah, result driven. Right, but... The like flip side is that maybe I miss the pro like I miss what I might learn along the way because I'm it. so focused on the end. Got it. So it's like really good to know who you are, get to know you, and then figure out some of the things that you might think are bad. Like mm-hmm. people say, "Oh, I switch jobs a lot," or we have to figure out the positive of that. There's yeah. positive of everything. Yeah. There's a negative of everything. Yeah, yeah. that's true. 
I'm a type A person. I'm very organized, but totally. I also feel like I am so bound to my calendar. It's like when you write it down, you don't keep it in your brain mm-hmm. for me. So I, off the top of my head, I couldn't tell you what my day tomorrow looks like because it's been, but it's been planned out to like the hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that would be, uh, let's see. <laughs> you could say you're like big picture. Yeah. But day to day needs. How about that? <laughs> Anal. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Just a little bit. Okay, I think all women are some percentage yeah. type A. Yeah. we have to be. Yeah. I mean, Too we plan things. everything. Yeah. We do yeah. everything for everybody. <laughs> That's it. Like, the female, it's nurturer, if nothing else. Yeah. And if you don't know how to manage it, then you feel, you know, people leave jobs all the time because they feel like they're taking advantage of or yeah. they didn't get appreciated. Yeah. Usually that's how women leave jobs for. Men leave jobs a lot of times, in my experience, because they're trying to get ahead or, you know, they, whatever, get ahead of being fired, mm-hmm. even if they know it's not a good fit, they want to go. Yeah. And women generally always say, like, I felt like I wasn't, didn't get the credit. Yeah. yeah. It's such a bummer. So it's yeah. like a lot of cheerleading. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, the workplace, obviously, like, this has nothing to do with, like, resume writing, but the workplace kind of differences in how they treat women versus men. Mm-hmm. And, it sucks because it, you see it so so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even when I get on the phone with a client, usually a woman will start with asking questions or telling me what they think they need, or mm-hmm. you know. And a lot of men, and it's partially the way society makes men feel, but yeah. they start by telling me all their accomplishments. You know, ah, how, how great they are. why do I feel like yeah, this and is real, like, this is so true. You know, like yeah. just be real with me. Like yeah. you're looking for a new job either because you don't have one or you're unhappy yeah. or you feel insecure. And like yeah. that's totally yes, yeah. you should, you will feel that way. That's it's part valid. of it. Valid, yeah, yeah, totally valid. You know, but it's interesting. It's like a very interesting character. Yeah, <laughs> I can I can honestly hear that kind of conversation, lacrosse and college, whatever. <laughs> fraternity member yeah yeah even if it's you know the nicest guy you know when you when people get nervous so they feel insecure there's certain defaults and a lot of them are gender normative yeah yeah what are some common mistakes you see in resumes when people write their own um pictures what really people put pictures yeah it's a bummer (laughs) (laughs) if you're an actor yes if you're in real estate okay that's it like we can't, we can't let the thought that somebody thinks you're pretty or handsome or trusting face like get it out there. Face. It has nothing to do with your job, you know. <laughs> oh, so Just they like, put in a headshot, like a little picture in the corner. There's two reasons why I say no to this. Number one, it's kind of a dated thing. Oh, three reasons. It's kind of dated. Number two, it makes people judge. Just like the college degree or college graduation, uh-huh. people judge you immediately. I she mean, looks yeah. friendly. She looks mean. She looks whatever. You yeah. know. Like, you can't, you don't know anything, it's a picture. Yeah. Number three, it messes up it, um, the ATS software. Do you know what that is? Okay, no. so ATS software is applicant tracking software. Okay. And it's um, essentially an algorithm. Like, companies, big companies are too busy, too many applicants. Yeah. So the first round of applicants go through software. And okay. it's like an algorithm, and it cuts up your resume, and it looks for keywords, and it's really... Um, useful for them because yeah. people who are the most qualified rise at the top yeah but if you have a weird layout like a picture or like a cursive font or like a little logo a cursive font i've seen a lot of things yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> then, fun. yeah. <laughs> then then it, it doesn't know what that is a computer's yeah. like don't know what that is and it throws you out oh. so you never get passed and then that's when you don't hear back from any of these if you're like super qualified and it's like silence 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 
It might be your layout. It might be your font. It might be something really small, but you take it so personal. Yeah. Yeah. So having another set of eyes that like, I mean, you can't predict the algorithm, uh -huh. but you know, things like having your zip code will tell them if you're local. That's mm -hmm. important to some companies. Got it. Little things like that go a long way. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, even like a font, like sans serif versus serif fonts, that'll, I don't know, that's enough right there, which is a bummer. What? Yeah, like a, you know, like Times New Roman has yeah. a little serif at the end. Stop! Yeah, whereas like, you know, what's another one? I don't know, Arial, it's like, a, you know, like a Google, like, your email looks yeah. that way. That's a sans serif font, and those are better for the ATS. Okay, okay. I, so my like, shit was in Times New Roman, so I feel like... Wait a minute. Fucking, you know what? <laughs> What? It's such a, uh, it's like you gotta fight against the robot. I know! I robot! Yep. <laughs> In the workplace. Yeah. And I get why. Like yeah. the logic is you can't look at everything. Yeah. Sure. They I mean, can you imagine how many resumes Google gets in a day? Oh my gosh, like, yeah. Yeah. So, um, if you had to write a resume for somebody with like absolutely no work experience, mm -hmm. What would you What would you say? Oh, how do you do that? Well, I mean, you know, you wouldn't apply for the CEO number no. one. Yeah, you, know, you might be at entry level, and that's mm -hmm. like totally fine. Yeah, um, I have people who've taken like long breaks, they've had children, or they've been sick, or mm -hmm. whatever. And so we focus on the other things, like we talk about their education, or if they took, you know, even a writing class at UCLA that was just for fun. Yeah, like, put it on there because yeah. you learned something there. Yeah, and it's valuable. Yeah, um, even <laughs> it's. Very case specific, but I had a mom, and she was looking into, I think it was advertising, so it was kind of a fun, more fun industry, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and she'd been a mom for like seven years, so she wrote household manager. Yeah, cute. And I was like, yes, girl. Yeah, yeah. you are. And for her personality, it was perfect. Yeah. You know, if you were going into finance, maybe not, but um, yeah, you're a household manager. Yeah. You have a lot of organization. Yeah. Keeping that calendar. Yeah. And like, you know, and she wanted to be an assistant, so I was like, yeah. That's perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just more about framing, you know? Yeah. And saying, I have no experience. Sure you do. Like, yeah. did you volunteer? Did yeah. you plan a party when you were in college? Like, you know, mm -hmm. anything. Anything. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Anything can be experienced. Yeah, it yeah. is. You know, it, it really comes down to what's relevant. Yeah. Is there, like, an expiration date on certain experiences? That, like, like, if right now, like, should I be putting shit in there from, like, 20, 2008? Yeah. Yeah, I say, like, 10-ish 10, 10 years. Okay. It's kind of the where I start to say like, well, do we really need this? Yeah. The time it comes when I think you really need it is if you did something when you, you know, say in like, I don't know, 2002, even mm -hmm. though it's longer, and then you're going back to that. So that, that becomes super relevant and the last job you did isn't, you hated it and you don't want to do uh -huh. that anymore. Then you put that 2002 because the person will be like, oh, they've already done this. Yeah. It's just been a little while. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Mm -hmm. But like at some point I would say like, don't put, you know, talent show. <laughs> Your sorority. Like, we're done. <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay. 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 Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're 22 and you just graduated and then that's the last that's thing. Like, that's what you did. Yeah. So then you put it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. How necessary is the cover letter? Hmm. It depends on what you're doing. I think if you are applying and there is an opening for it, you do it. Um, I don't think they're obsolete. Um, really? Yeah, I like to pretend, I tell my clients, like, pretend like the cover letter and the resume got lost in the mail and they both showed up at separate times. Okay. So if someone got the cover letter, not the resume, can they learn about you still? And if yeah. they get your cover, your resume, not your cover letter, will they still think, know enough about you to bring you in? Yeah. So there's, like, kind of a redundancy about it, but I say, like, no, no, you need it. Because even if you write it in an email and you attach the email, what do you say in your email? Mm -hmm. See attached? Like, who are you? You, yeah. see, you know. 
I always say like use every opportunity to let them know who you are. Yeah. So you give yourself permission, like fill up that text box with that letter. Yeah. And put some things, even if they show up in the resume, if they're really proud of them, put them twice because yeah. they might not read it. They might not That's get to true. it or somebody else might have it in their hand and then you walk in and they didn't have a chance to read it and it's too late. Mm-hmm. What, what is the difference between a cover letter and the summary portion of your resume though? Oh, well, it depends on, well, let me think. It's pretty close, frankly. Yeah. Um, but the cover letter should talk more about the company specifically. Like I always tell my clients, write, do a little research. Like if you can find out who who you'd be reporting to, uh-huh. like who would be a, your direct senior, uh-huh. use their first name. Like you're writing a letter, use their name. Um, uh-huh. If you can't find it, or like you found out they just were acquired by another company, mention that. Like. I love what you did for the last two years. Like, if it's a marketing agency, like mm-hmm. I saw your ads for XYZ, and yeah. I think they're so funny. Yeah. Because then it makes them think you care. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like a, it's like a dating profile. Yeah. Like if a dude doesn't read your profile and is like, "What's your favorite color?" and you're like, "The first line of my thing says I love blue." Like, yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want you to be as excited about being there uh-huh. as you are, but maybe like I think there's a culture, especially. People in their 20s, 30s, you don't want to like look too eager. Yeah. But there is part of the hiring manager that wants to help you if you're excited. Yeah. So that's where I think what goes into the cover letter yeah. more than the resume. You got to be a little bit like a like a kiss ass. Just a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So to whom it may concern is not going to cut it. It's not bad if you can't find it. Okay. But if you go on LinkedIn, it's like the job post says, you know, you're you will be reporting to the account manager for sales or something, yeah. you know, North American sales. Yeah. And you can find that person's name, throw it in there. Yeah. Or if it's the HR, the hiring manager for the company, yeah. use that name. It might not be right, but it'll know at least that you Tried. looked, yeah. right? Like you have some sort of idea what's going on yeah. at their business. Speaking of LinkedIn, you edit your client's profiles too. So what are your key tips for LinkedIn success? The best way to put it is LinkedIn is the Facebook of resumes. Okay. Okay. So. That means to me that you you don't want to have like a picture of you at a party with a cocktail in your hand, <laughs> but you don't want to be like a carbon copy of your resume. Yeah. You want to have a little bit more personality. If there's an opportunity for a joke, make the joke. Yeah. If you worked on, especially media stuff, like if you worked on a job that had like a campaign or it was an event. Yeah. And there's pictures from the event, attach the pictures. Yeah. People love that stuff. Like yeah. people want to look at things. They yeah. don't really want to read. Yeah. <laughs> so very visual creatures. Yeah. They are, yeah. If, even if you had a PowerPoint and like, you know, private is another thing but yeah. where you won an award and there was like an internal memo about it yeah like put the memo on there yeah. you can attach things so many things you can't do in a resume so use it to your advantage got it see I feel like I should really use LinkedIn a little bit more yeah. I just don't know how because I like I always have a difficulty treading a line between like professional and fun like mm-hmm. personal um, so I just choose to like put throw my resume up there and then nothing because I'm like I want to overshare. I don't want to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think LinkedIn's great because if you're looking, if you're actively looking, it's so valuable. Uh Two reasons. One, the back end, you Mm -hmm. can, you can be like open to pitches from recruiters. Yeah. So they can see, again, like you can say like, I want a job in San Francisco, LA or San Diego and Mm -hmm. it helps them filter and find you. Got it. Which is huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also if you're looking at like, I keep saying it, but like, say you want to work at Netflix, and mm-hmm. you have a friend from high school that you didn't know worked there. Yeah. LinkedIn will tell you. Yeah. So it's like you have this leverage to have yeah. a friend there. Yeah. You know, 
that you wouldn't normally be able to find. Yeah. You know, like Facebook doesn't tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> LinkedIn is kind of fun though, if you get into it. Yeah. It's, a li- it's a little interesting. It's a little, it's like a reserved fun. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty nerdy, like for sure. Yeah. You know, but you can also link, like, like that's the right place to say I was in a sorority. That's yeah. That's the right place to say like, I volunteer every Thanksgiving at the soup kitchen. And, because then other people who are in that sorority will find you. Yeah. It links you. It links you. It links you. Okay, social media. Let's speak on social media because that shit stays mm-hmm. forever. Um, it really does. It stays forever. It really does. Yeah. You can archive the posts and they will not go away. Mm-hmm. You can delete it, it won't go away. You so I know more about that than I know. Yeah, I have some pictures up on Google images that I've like long deleted from my Instagram and it's still really? up there. Yes. Oh, I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Employers Google me, they're in for a shock. Like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, I think it's especially for people who like, you know, Gen X, millennials. Yeah. What's whatever comes after millennials? Yeah. They're all over the internet. Yeah. Like if you're like 45 and up, you're pretty safe. You're safe. Like your stuff's not you're out safe. there. Yeah. Yeah. If you have pictures on a film, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody. First of all, you have a huge photo album, <laughs> and that's in your closet. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, maybe you know more about that than I do, frankly. Yeah. But yeah, social media, if you're looking for a job, like, lock it. Yeah. You know, make it private. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Change your name on Facebook. You know, mm-hmm. do what you got to do. To, yeah. To, you know, depending on the industry, like, uh-huh. so you don't come across as, like, crazy. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, people, like, same thing with the graduation, the picture, like, people will put what they think on you. You can't control that. Yeah. You know, you can't. That's true. It's hard to believe. Yeah. It's like, I might think, you might think I look you know friendly or bitchy and i it'll just look like me I yeah know, you know I mean? yeah yeah you can't help that mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um but do you recommend people putting their social media handles or anything on a resume to, to does that happen it doesn't unless that's your industry like okay. if you are an influencer if you're in marketing uh-huh. if you're if you're doing something like trend like fashion it's uh-huh. all about like keeping keeping in touch with trends yeah yeah then you do it okay. if you're using it okay. right if it's like i haven't posted since december and it's may <laughs> It doesn't tell them anything good. (laughs) And if you're using it, but it's not for work, then make it private or Uh lock it till you get the job, Mm -hmm. you know, and then you can let people know who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had to write an influencer's resume? No. I don't know how that works. Right. I just, I don't know how. Those are more partnerships, I think. Most creative things are non-traditional. You know, entrepreneurs don't need a resume either because they're making they're their, own their own thing. thing yeah. Sometimes I have people who used to be on their own and now they want an in-house job and they're like, where do I start, you know? Yeah. So that's, yeah, I mean. Oh my God. If you find your own way, then you don't have to prove anything to anybody. Yeah. yeah. That's true. I mean, this is why I had to start my own stuff because I was <laughs> not that's getting great. hired anymore. No, it's great. And then the skills you made here, those are tangible. Yeah. And then you can say, like, now I want to work in radio. I don't yeah. know. Like, whatever yeah. you want to do yeah, next. Yeah, that's true. And you had the thing that shows the thing yeah. to them. Right. Rather than just being like, I swear I could do it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Promise you I could. Yeah. <laughs> um, how can somebody make sure they're presenting themselves in the best light to a future employer? If you had to do, like, your hardcore, like, do not do's for mm-hmm. a freaking resume or cover letter, mm-hmm. what would they be? Maybe I'm just like a big nerd, but I really think, like if you have a picture of yourself, if you're trying to get like a job in, in a corporate setting mm-hmm. and you have a picture of yourself holding a cocktail or like with no shirt on, like spring break, <laughs> guy on a boat. Wet t-shirt, <laughs> You know, like I've seen like dudes on a boat, you know, it's, it's sunglasses. With a fish? <laughs> yeah, or like you can't see their face, the hat and sunglasses. And like, that's not telling anybody no. that you're, 
a person they can get to know, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a certain level of that, you know, like there's, they're taking a risk on you by hiring you and paying you money to do the thing. And so you do have to put a part out there that says like, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, You know, but like letting your freak flag fly is, is maybe good for your industry in that case. Sure. Yeah. But people know, you know, if they want to be a banker, you can't like show it all Yeah. You got to be a little bit more reserved. Yeah. And I think work culture more than anything now, like people are happy that you are who you are Uh and that it's more embraced Yeah. in California, especially. Yeah. Like clients in California are happy to share their life story and people want to hear it. Yeah. Uh, Especially like self awareness. If somebody has been through AA, like it's okay to talk about it because it's like that's self-improvement. Yeah, I think you know, yeah. and they if they're come they're far along in the program, they feel like that too. Yeah. Whereas I think it carries some shame in the past, and I don't think it's like that anymore. Right. I think it's part of who you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How long does the process take for you from start to finish of like a writing of writing a resume? Like super aggressive schedule, two and a half ish weeks. Um, Seriously. Generally, it's about a month because we go back and forth a lot. Like there's several drafts. What? Yeah. Like I'll take all the information you give me. And I'll go away for about a week, maybe a little less, maybe a little more. But it takes me a while to kind of digest and figure out how am I going to be you? Like, how am I going to write as uh, you? Yeah. So that kind of like get me up to speed. That takes a little while. Yeah. Um, you can't really do it in one sitting. From there, we go back and forth. Like, I get on the phone with you. In the first draft, there'll be lots of notes. Let's say, like, let's talk about this part more. Or, like, what do you mean when you say it grew? Like, how much did you hire someone? Was it money? You know, like, so we'll talk through each section together. Yeah. And then from there, version three, version two, version four, those are all back and forth over email, and those go faster. Okay. But people can set their own pace with me. Like, okay. I don't say, like, oh, my service is 30 days, and then we're done. Yeah. If you go on vacation, we pick it up when you come back. Okay. You know? And yeah. Then, but I do say, even if you do it by yourself, keep the momentum going. It becomes a real drag. Yeah. You know? If you're like, oh my God, I'm still doing this. You're not even excited anymore. Yeah. 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 So like three weeks is kind of the magic number. I never, ever in a million years would have guessed it took that long. Really? Yeah. Why did, in my head, I feel like it takes you like two days. Some companies do, but it's all templates. Like God. I just don't don't see those working. I have people come to me that say like, this resume is not working. It's all jargon. You know, like I paid the company. It's not happy with it. So I really try to get to know like what makes that person tick. Yeah. And what do they have to offer? Yeah. And that does take a little while. You know, it's just like a, it's like dating. Yeah, it is. It is. Do you recommend somebody just like kind of, I don't know, how often should we update our our resume? People do it when they need a new job. I mean, that's the Mm. truth, you know? Yeah. If you've worked at something for like 10 years, 20 years, it's hard to go back and digest it, but yeah. we, that's what we, sometimes we do, which is why it takes so long. You yeah. know, um, if you switch job every couple of years, then you kind of have a fresh idea. But jobs morph over time. You yeah. Know? And so, if you were hired as a, I don't know, assistant to somebody, and then you took on more and more responsibility, like let's figure out what that new title was. Yeah. Sometimes you don't always get that title, but right. you're doing way more. Yeah. You definitely got promoted. Just, right. Yeah. Just not on paper. So yeah. it's like, well, in resumes, you have the you have the agency to say that. You yeah. say, like, uh, I was doing this, and now I did this the third year, but I stayed there for seven years, and this is the progression. Oh. Yeah. It's it's um, it's a lot of, like, going backwards to go forwards. Yeah. And it's like, sometimes I feel like you forget things. Like, of if course. you've been at a job, I, I would say, for, like, eight, nine years. Not even then, because I forgot things from, like, two years ago. But... Like, if you do little things in between that time that you were also working, and you do volunteer work, and then you do this and that, mm-hmm. 
you forget so many things people i know like in the process helps them remember like it helps job because i say like well did you, did you hire anybody did you train uh, anybody did you yeah. mentor anyone and they're like oh yeah i guess i did you yeah, know yeah did you ever work freelance in the middle you know yeah and then that gets them more prepared for the interview frankly because yeah. like they've been doing this exercise with me for three two three weeks right and they're kind of ready to go yeah. they kind of get prepped yeah before yeah. and you start to decide what's important to you yeah. and like what you have to offer yeah what was the hardest resume you ever had to write? Dense, dense careers. Like careers that were just like, I worked somewhere for 20 years and I worked somewhere in the same company. Because then you're like, what did you do for 20 years? Yeah. You know, and after 20 years, you get really complacent and you're like, I don't know. So, you know, like yeah. kind of all yeah. That's the hardest kind. Career changes, I think, are really fun because it's like, right. and you filter and you're like, ah, uh-huh. there's so many possibilities. Yeah. Um, when you someone's worked at one place for so long, especially in industries like bio, like chemistry, mm-hmm. bio, you know, like yeah. it's, it's first of all a world I'm not in. Yeah. So if everybody, I have to get up to speed with their industry, which is part of the reason it kind of takes longer than two days. Got it. Um, you know, Got I have to it. learn what those, what those terms mean, yeah. you know, what those abbreviations that come naturally to them. I don't know what they are, you know, yeah. but I learn it, yeah. you know. Because you have to write in their voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. So, but, but when you've worked somewhere for so long, it gets really mushed together. So to extract it and figure out like, what was the most important thing you did first? And yeah. then when you got promoted, why? Those yeah. are the things that are hard. Got well, it. get through it, you know, I'm yeah. gonna organize it. Even if it's just for the resume, even if it's not like the exact date that you switched that role. Mm-hmm. If you say like, it was mostly 2007 that I switched, yeah. then that's what we go with. You got know, it. it's not like um, legally binding, you know? Yeah. You yeah. worked there. That's not a lie. Right, so right, we right. keep going. Yeah. 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 Um, references. Mm-hmm. Are they completely like necessary? To no. Put in? Um, we don't put, I've never put them on resumes lately. Okay. Um, but that's like where LinkedIn comes in. Because uh. you can get like recommendations. You can get endorsements, uh-huh. as they call them. Yeah. People can say like, I worked with Nicole and she was my superior and yeah. she was really nice to me. You know, yeah, whatever yeah, they yeah, say. Yeah. Like a testimonial yeah, for testimonial. your character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that way they can look that person up digitally or they can reach out to them. You know, like it's kind of a natural progression. Uh Uh-huh. Whereas if you put someone's name and number, like, I don't know, it's it's a little bit dated. Yeah. I hate when they ask for references. Just mostly because, like... If they ask for it, then have them ready. Yeah. But to have them just on the resume, it's like, that's not about you. Yeah. Right? That's like later. That's an interview. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. Are you learning a lot? I am. I am. I am. And I'm just, I honestly, a part of me feels thankful that I don't have to write a resume anymore. (laughs) Okay. Should you list like your weaker qualities on a resume or no? Not at all. It's, I guess it's not about the weakness. It's about how it applies to the job. Okay. You know? Okay. Got it. Yeah. Because you might be like super dreamy person and that's like perfect for the creative setting. Like that's true. Like let it roll, girl. That's true. Yeah. Filter it out later. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Yeah, it's all about you know everybody's good at the thing. Yeah, and I always I really genuinely believe like what you're the way you do the thing is the way you do all the things. You really do. And there's a job for everyone. Yeah, (laughs) we fit in somewhere. I know. If not, make your own. Yeah, (laughs) it's great. Yeah. Okay. Before we wrap the show, we do a segment every week, and it's called Weekly Weakness. Mm -hmm. It's all about your favorite thing of the moment. So it could be like a product, a TV show. Okay. Anything. What's yours? Okay, so holiday cookies, and I'm not a big baker. Mm-hmm. I don't really bake. I cook. Okay. But I, like, demystified. You know those peanut butter cookies with a little Hershey kiss? Yes. I don't know what they're called. Yeah. It's that cookie. Yeah. I figured out, it's like three ingredients. Really? Yes. It's like, oh. Is that it's like one of those, um, they have it everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, like, peanut butter, cup of peanut butter, I'm going to tell you right now, cup of peanut butter, 
cup of sugar, one egg, mix, that's it. There's no flour? There's no flour. At least the ones I made, and they taste great. Really? Yeah. I was like, this is a lot easier. There's no oil, there's no flour, there's no baking soda. There's that sounds really healthy, actually. I'm like, it's a lot of sugar. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I mean, considering. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, wow, that's really demystified it. So I now I'm making them to go places because it's yeah. like, I can make them. <laughs> yeah. I like the way they look, taste, and it's the Christmas season. So. Yeah. Is it true that like cooking and baking are two completely different things? Like, cooks think do so. not bake and bakers do not cook? That's the truth for me. I don't really bake. I bake like twice a year and Christmas is one of them. I always just heard that like anybody who's good at cooking is not good at baking. Anybody who's good at baking is not good at cooking because yeah. the two different approaches. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Because cooking, you like play with it. You're yeah. like, what do I have in the fridge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And baking is like if you don't have flour, you can't make bread. You know? Yeah. <laughs> if you don't put in, um, what is it? Baking soda, it comes yeah, out completely it's, different. Yeah. Or if you do flour and powder instead of soda, I did that once. It doesn't work. No? <laughs> I thought it was the same thing. No. So, uh, I want to say it. I think soda makes it get bigger. Okay. Powder makes it deflate. I don't know. Yeah, one of them will rise and one of them nothing will happen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I would be the same way. I can't bake for... I can't, I'll cook all day. But no, you can do this though. Yeah. A cup of peanut butter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. How long do you bake it for? I don't know. Like, Keep an eye on it. <laughs> Okay, so please tell our listeners where they can find you. Plug all your things, any new projects you have coming up. I know you're an actress, so any yeah. new, you know, shows, anything, theater, all of it. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, well, I work with two different companies. Mm-hmm. I work with one in LA-based and one San Francisco-based. They're both coaching companies, and I get a lot of referrals that way, which is great. Great. Um, they're all female. It's really, it's honestly really That's nice. That's kind of cute. Yeah. All women. That. Both companies are run by women, founded by women. Yes. Like, I mean, we help we help men. You know, we help everyone. <laughs> but it's nice to be just all women. Yeah. It's really nice. Yeah. I'm all about it. I yeah. don't care if I ever work with that's wonderful. men again. My husband can say that's kind of <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I work with them and, and one is Shine Bright and one is Ignite Your Potential and they're uh-huh. they're all awesome. Like okay. there's the coaches there are great. And we don't work exclusive. Like you can have a coach and not a resume, you can mm-hmm. work with the resume and not have a coach. But it's a good partnership. Yeah. If like you're looking for a full on figure it out. Yeah. I'd say coach, yes, yeah. all the time. Yeah, People are so much clearer when they're done. So it's really great. You can find me um, online, sylvanagreatjourney.com. Mm-hmm. Um, where else can you find me? I'm not going to put my phone number in here. No. So that's no. not good. No phone number, no, no address. You can Google. You can find me on the Google. Yes. And if you're job hunting, LinkedIn. You find me on LinkedIn. Yeah. That's it. There you go. Yeah, okay. I'll do your website and LinkedIn profile in the show notes back for everybody. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. It's really fun. <laughs> I had so much fun. I learned so much about resume oh, writing. Yeah. yeah. It's really um, good. I mean, there's trends. Like, things, you know, everything changes over yeah. time. But, like... For sure, this is how it is right now. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, if you guys don't want to write your own resume. Yeah. I mean, you can put things I say to use, or you can just have someone else do it, yeah. frankly. You know? <laughs> um, it's, it's hard to do alone, but people do it. You yeah. know, like it's, it's up to you. Yeah. Thank you so much. So nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation with Silvana Gargioni. I got her last name right this time. <laughs> If you guys enjoyed this episode and found it helpful, if you guys enjoyed any other previous episodes, please give me five stars and write me a sweet little review on iTunes. I would greatly appreciate it. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss a new episode. Okay, you guys, have a wonderful weekend. Stay safe. 
I will catch you guys next Friday on Vibing in Valentino. Bye.